Welcome in everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'd like to talk about um, some other approaches to meditation. Uh, what I'm what I'm going to call here in this video, uh, from stillness to spaciousness. And one of the reasons I decided to make this um, video or podcast is um, I get this question a lot of you know from from meditators of of how do I become more still. Or how do I cultivate stillness? Or, you know, sometimes people say, you know, I'll ask them, hey, what's what's the biggest issue you're dealing with in your meditation? And a lot of people say, oh, I, I don't feel still. Or, you know, I don't feel like I'm connecting to stillness or um, calmness, you know, some version of that. So based on this common question, I just wanted to share some of, some of my thoughts, some of the ways I work with meditation and hopefully give you some, some new approaches. So... Stillness is great. It's sort of like um, within the Buddhist traditions, we would say stillness is the preliminary for deeper levels of awareness practice or deeper uh, levels of um, uh, shamatha and vipassana practice we're going to do. And so, you know, stillness is almost a requirement uh, in some forms of Buddhism and also other forms of, of meditation out there. And yet it can also become a hindrance. Uh, it can also become this kind of um, trophy we're chasing that is misleading. Because what Buddhism also recognizes is that stillness does not provide for freedom or liberation. It's just a stepping stone. It's like a tool um, that we sharpen that then we can use to develop freedom in the mind. And so um, I just want to put that out there right away that, that, you know, there's nothing wrong with cultivating stillness. It's just why. You know, why, why do we want to cultivate stillness or a sense of calm abiding or calm? Um, and I think sometimes in the modern meditation world, we get a little bit obsessed with this. We get a little bit um, hyper-focused that, you know, I need to be still and calm in order for meditation to be working. I don't agree with that, right? <laughs> so I agree that stillness and calm is a tool that we can then use to develop insight meditation and, you know, more deeper forms of practice that actually liberate us. But I, I don't agree um, that stillness is sort of a, a mark of our meditation working or not. So rather, I recommend cultivating spaciousness. And so what spaciousness looks like is a practice of awareness. It looks like centering this quality of the mind that can be watchful, uh, that can bear witness to thoughts, emotions, sensations, all of our sensory experience, and developing that through meditation, developing that by connecting to awareness, first by maybe cultivating a little bit of stillness, and then looking at the mind, seeing, you know, well, who is it that's watching? What is it that's aware? What is it that is present with whatever I'm seeing, be it a thought, a sound, um, a sensation, you know, something we're feeling, all of it. And so it's this aware quality of the mind that will set us free. It's this aware quality of mind that when we're able to connect with a more spacious awareness, uh, we're able to not only um, be present with what's arising, but to also see um, that it's not self. <laughs> and so it's that function of seeing that it's not self or it's not, um, sometimes we say, truly existent in, in the Mayana traditions. Um, 
it's it's that sense of seeing that directly experientially that sets us free because then we don't have to be under the control or bondage of every emotional reaction that arises of, of, of every thought that arises and this is also a process it's not like we immediately recognize that and then we're free no this is a process you know um it's like if we think of this as a chain it's like link by link we kind of undo that's how it works for most of us but stillness itself won't undo any of it right it just sort of it freezes everything so the more we cultivate stillness the more we're able to kind of enter this experience that's calm and open um and everything's kind of frozen right so it's not that we we liberated emotional reaction it's not that we um liberated this misperception or personalization of emotions and thoughts it's that we we temp we, we you know we put it on pause we we froze it and that can give the illusion that we are free so this is where the danger of stillness comes right where some people might think oh i've attained it i've done it and like i said it's just temporarily put things on pause and the moment you you know lift your finger from that pause button and hit play um it's going to flood back so this is why we say, at least in the Buddhist lineages, that the cultivation of insight or wisdom is 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 more important. Not that stillness isn't important. Like I said, it's a tool, but um, that wisdom, that experiential level of wisdom, which I'm calling spaciousness, needs to develop. And so I find when we're centering awareness in the practice, this happens a lot more naturally and, and, and smoothly right depending on the person but for me it really helps because i'm not really centering whether there's stillness i mean within awareness sometimes the mind can be still but sometimes it can be moving meaning you know thoughts are arising right and we start to over time be able to allow both you know stillness is fine there's nothing wrong with it when we're aware or we're getting stuck in stillness, you know, or trying to, you know, basically we're talking about like attachment to stillness here. So if we're not attached, it's fine, you know, but we can get into trouble when we preference stillness over movement. Movement just means thoughts, right? And so when we practice awareness, awareness is just this space that anything can arise in. You know, we're talking about this aware quality of mind, not aware of, right? So aware quality of mind, uh, watchfulness, uh, being able to bear witness, people have different names for it in English. Anyways, when you touch it, you know what it is because you can experience it. And it's a sense of, of spaciousness. It's a sense of like a room or a field or a theater that anything can arise in. And we're aware of it, but we also don't have to join it. We can join it if we want, but we have a choice. And so I think awareness, um, you know, if we're, if we're going to bring in this concept of free will, which I don't know, it gets a little messy if we bring in this concept. But if we bring it in, you know, we could say like, yes, like awareness offers the possibility of free will. Because otherwise, we're just being conditioned, you know, by the thinking mind, by our emotional reactions all the time. So this is kind of my case for spaciousness over stillness. Now, again, as I said, stillness can lead to spaciousness. And sometimes it's sort of, the, you know, spaciousness can become its own ideal or we can be attached to spaciousness because we might, you know, connect with some sense of openness and think that's it, that's spaciousness. And then we kind of grab it and try to um, hold on to it. I don't recommend that either, obviously, where rather it's just a sense of, of 
welcoming. It's a sense of, um, and I'm not talking about a conscious attitude or a conceptual one. More it's like an experience we develop where everything's welcome, where kind of we can let be with what's arising via awareness and everything's welcome to move. Everything's welcome to come in or come out. There's a famous quote from a Zen master, Suzuki Roshi, who said, you know, when you practice Zen, leave all of your windows and doors open. Anything can come in and out. Just don't serve them tea. <laughs> so it's a really nice quote. So Zen, you know, literally translates as meditation. So, so we can just say it like that. When we meditate, we, we don't try to block anything. But we are aware of what's coming in and out of the kitchen. And we're also aware we don't want to proliferate it by serving it tea, so to speak. Um, and so slowly through this, we start to find pockets of freedom, right? Where we recognize that emotional reactions, thoughts, um, et cetera, are, are not self, right? They're, they're arising within awareness, but we personalize them less and less. So for me, this becomes such a vital part of meditation. Uh, it becomes the, the freeing aspect. And then, of course, if this is interesting to you, if this is something, um, you know, if I'm getting it across clearly enough and, and it's interesting to you, we have lineages and paths of practice for this. So, for instance, um, in the Mahamudra traditions of Tibetan Buddhism, you know, they have practices for beginning this kind of thing. And then we're, we're growing it and they have, you know, different ways of working with it. It's not like, you know, it's just one thing and you're expected to connect with it. No, we have many methods for, for cultivating this because, you know, it's also not easy to connect with uh, genuine spaciousness. Instead, we need often steps along the way. So for some of us, I recommend that. Um, for others, you know, just starting with a practice of open awareness, um, which is a practice that includes stillness, but we're, we're more um, emphasizing this sense of not blocking. We're emphasizing this sense of awareness. Uh, sometimes we call this shamatha or uh, calm-abiding practice without support. So shamatha without support. Shamatha is a Sanskrit word. Without support just means we, we don't have the breath or the body as an object or an anchor for the practice. Instead, we just center awareness and then we don't block. And as long as we don't lose awareness, that's meditating. The moment we lose awareness and, you know, get distracted into a process of thinking, etc., that would be distraction. And we recognize that and come back to awareness. So I think that's a really good start. And so if, if, if you're kind of just starting into... Um, some of the things I'm sharing, you know, go check out on, 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 if you're watching on, on YouTube, you can check out, <clears throat> excuse me, some, some previous uh, videos and guided meditations I did on open awareness. Also my website, scotttusa.com. You can find some as well as if you're listening on uh, a podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, same thing as the YouTube channel. It's all there, just in audio format. So yeah, would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, reach out to me. Um, by whatever means works for you. Leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube or social media. And um, yeah, I would love to hear how your practice is going and especially this kind of distinction between stillness and spaciousness or, you know, how we can work with stillness in a healthy way where we're not clinging to it and sort of lusting or chasing after it, right? We can allow stillness, but we can also allow movement. How do we practice that? That's really what this video is about. So thanks so much. Really appreciate it.